imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. Uh, he's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? What's up, man? How you doing? How's everything going? How's everybody going out there? We got a big Good. table today. We got one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we got dudes out there. Okay, so we got uh, Dan Unaki, my homie Romy, right, from uh, Rising yeah. from the Ashes podcast. Uh, we yeah. got um, Emmanuel Kingman or Todd Armstrong in, on his Instagram from Goodness Over Darkness podcast. And we have Mark Palmer, or he goes by Mark Steves from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. What's up, guys? What up, everybody? How's it going? Hello. We really yep. appreciate you guys coming on, man. Seriously. Uh, well, thanks for having real- me. This is this is just a group of, of gentlemen that are so knowledgeable on several different subjects. And uh, we're going to be going over Tartaria. We have some, uh, I know, um, Emmanuel. I, I guess I'll call you Emmanuel. Do you want me to call you that or Todd? I like to call you uh, Todd. Either way. Man. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. So Todd has a good uh, <laughs> Christian side of, of the Tartaria. Um, and then uh, everybody else is going to just come in with some, uh, you know, with some heat. So all right, let's, let's side of it. Yes, the conspiracy yeah, yeah. side. Let's well, go. You, okay. The, the Tartaria stuff kind of led me into looking at it through a Bible lens, and that's what really threw it all into a contextual uh, understanding that, I, that I've come to, and I have this fantastical idea of what, what ended the reign, quote-unquote, the reign of Tartaria, if it was, in fact, that. But I've actually had a guest on who told me that they just – they found it all that they were maybe the Raphaim that just found it from an earlier time period. Oh, you're talking about from, from Gary Wayne? Mm-hmm. No. So oh, well, somebody else. So, so it's mixing. Yeah, Gary so Wayne kind of Gary Wayne talks that. about the Raphaim. Yeah. But my other guest said that they found it from 
way earlier that they were just like strong armed basically all of it mm. so i think it the way i think i would connect this to the bible for it for me um this is not this is not like deep 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 stuff with the tartaria but it seems like uh it only takes a few generations for us to forget about something and i think what they did is they they, they kind of hid this tartaria stuff so that we aren't able to access the information until conspiracy theorists or people like us we actually um our activists, we all just dig and find. But if it only takes a couple of generations to forget something, I think that Satan is kind of doing that with the Bible or trying to do that with Christianity. As you're seeing, a lot of people are falling away from the faith as we go on. Uh, that's just kind of what I think. So as the generations go, Satan is trying to bring more and more people to his side. But it's up to us, you know, guys that are Christian and, and guys that have shows like this to try to bring those people that fall away back into the faith. But uh, go ahead, though, um, Emmanuel. I think you wanted to start, bro with your explanation of, um, of Tartary. Go ahead, brother. Right. So I'll, I'm, we're going to start at the end here because it'll be a good jumping off point. So if anyone's not familiar, I'm sure on this show, there are many people familiar with the term, uh, the Christ millennial kingdom. It is Bible prophecy, thousand year reign of Christ. Uh, it's the book of Enoch or not the book of Enoch, the prophecy of Enoch. He has the 10 weeks of prophecy uh, it all aligns up with who was in the Old Testament through Jesus Christ. And then it's been like 2000 years and allegedly nothing has occurred, uh, that no other prophecy has been fulfilled, that there's no, been no prophets, that there's just 2000 years. And it's only supposed to be about 700, between 700 years to 1000 years is each week. So the, it's just very strange how it's just stopped adding up when Jesus was around. Uh, I've had on a guest who has dug into the Fomenko new chronology where there's a thousand years possibly missing in our timeline. Now we have the dark ages from the year 500 to 1500, uh, which may not have actually been a thing. Uh, they may just have added it on there uh, because we have a lot of art, tombstones and coins that begin with an I, the letter I, and then we'll say 579, they'll say I 680. And now it is being construct or construed that that means 1500s or 1600s, but it's actually mm. I 504. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Possibly Jesus, uh, because J's didn't exist in, at the time. Uh, Greece doesn't have a J. They have an I, Latin has an I, but there have been several languages since they have a J. So some of the coins or tombstones say J, and they also say Anno Domini, or uh, how do you say, a whatever AD uh, means, uh, the year of our Lord. They say Anno uh, Domini I-580, which would be in the year of our Lord 580. So we're taking these coins to now mean 1580. So there is just time added on there. So Fomenko's idea is that there was, when you see stuff that says 900, that that's real. They stopped doing the I and the J at some point for whatever reason. But they, uh, if things are I 500, now that's placed in to 1500. So it actually happened earlier but it's now being said it's happening after. So there's a lot of confusion with that. So anyway, with that in mind, that the millennial kingdom has possibly happened already because 
if Jesus, he says in the Bible many times that this generation shall not pass until I come back, talking to the people who were living at that time, that you guys will not die until you see these things. So there's a lot of Bible scholars who think Jesus came back in between the years 66 and 70 AD. So these biblical weeks of prophecy from Enoch are approximately 700 to a thousand years each, well, 500 to a thousand years, we'll say. Uh, so if the millennial kingdom was happening, it's a thousand years. It may not be a full 1000 years of peace. It may be when Jesus was born and then it tails off at the end, the last few hundred years, maybe a, a rapture might occur. So this is how I believe uh, this all ended. I see. I see how you're tying this up. I yeah. see how you're going to tie this up in the end. Okay, that makes yes. sense. For so, Tartaria, were the ones that got raptured. Basically, is what no, you're no, no. The Tartarians. Okay, okay. Got, the Tartarians were the giants, the evil giants. The okay, fee fi okay. fo fum. We are the, the Russians. Uh, yeah, possibly. Don't talk about Russia, the Russians everywhere. <laughs> but there, there's a lot of uh, mounds of giants in, yeah, but where, where, where in America. Where's this located at? All where over the this, world. Although, where's the land located at? All over uh, how, the world. But, uh, no, I, nobody knows. Jason, hold yeah, on. It's, it's, it's generally in Eurasia is like where you find a lot of the hardcore Tartarian geographical location to be like, yeah. there's evidence of them all over the world but like i think the homestead generally for the most part would be considered ancient eurasia well can, can i say something that there's there, there's part there's parts in the bible that say like like that that when if you do emmanuel's showing it right now actually Jay, on, i know i know but this is my globe uh, that I, I get it but you see, nice. you see but I, I can tell you right Ooh, now nice. i can kind of I'm, i want to explain why why there wouldn't be any history of them left at all because God in the Bible, it states, he says, I will blot your name out of history. If you do, if you, if you do these types of idol worship, if you go to that type of that, that really, really, really idol worshiping thing, he will blot you out of the name. Dude, there's, there's generations in, 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 in the line of David, there's seven, they, they're supposed to be 17, but they only speak about 14 because three of them got wiped out, blotted out. They're not mentioned in Jesus's line. And they're they're the, they're the part of the line of David, so there there could yes, I could believe that this, these people were probably the Nephilim, Rephaim, Samsumim, whatever the Horim. There's there the bloodline's going to move on. It's just like Christianity moved on. That's just like any 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 religion that was that could be made that that, that started up that that at that time is going to move on. But there's still prophecy that ha there's still prophecy in the Bible that haven't hasn't been fulfilled yet. So that's why the New Testament is unfulfilled books unfulfilled prophecy to, to give this a little more credence uh yeah through the bible the the 12 tribes of israel there are 13 tribes of israel right yes uh, the tribe of dan yeah. tribe of dan left israel and went to the north uh to the northwest uh to the west of the black sea and the scythians are said to be the tribe of issachar and they went towards between the black sea and the caspian sea because there was there was good there was good uh land for for cattle that, fertile that yeah. That's, yeah that's why they stayed yeah. and because they made it they made a the reubenites uh, or not the, uh, what was the uh, what are they called I, I they all stayed up there but they got wiped out first they were the first people to to, to be wiped to to be, be conquered so, so yeah i think he's 
he, what he's going to do is he's going to just try to connect. The, are you guys going to try to connect some of the tribes, like some of the lost tribes to the Tartarians? There's, there's no yeah, lost exactly. tribes. Oh, they definitely to are. The, to tribes. the land of Tartaria. So that the land that people talk about as Tartaria in in the European or Asia continent is that area between the Black Sea and the Caspian huh. Sea, which includes like Mongols and Khans from yeah. China and Russia. It includes... Uh, these other different tribes from Israel that all went to the north because the per uh, the Persians were coming in and ransacking Jerusalem and make and going to war with them and making them forcing them up into the north. So that that's all stuff that I have found too. So that so that is where the idea of Tartaria comes from and and these tribes going up into the north. And then are, is was Genghis Khan Christian, bro? Someone I just heard yeah, that. Uh, uh, he was a giant. I just redhead. heard that. Yeah, he I heard he was Christian. a redhead. Yeah, yeah. Look, Christian. Check out my episode fifty-two. Yeah, but fifty-two. Okay, that maybe that's where I heard it from because I've been listening 50, to the show, you guys' 50, shows, man. <laughs> Tartarian Christians. Yeah, but they actually they ate. So when they went around uh, conquering Genghis Khan, you know, conquer Khan, which means king of kings, actually, and he fulfills for the first four seals of the seven seals breaking which is very strange in itself but he would go around killing his brothers the these other tartarians and then he would eat them they wouldn't allow their blood to hit the ground which is another biblical thing uh so uh mm, you know it's very weird and that was only in the 1200s <laughs> and there were like 30 cities of 32 million people back then like massive cities that were not told existed wow damn interesting all right, um, Dan. So you Rocky, want me you guys... to get to the rapture part? Yeah, get to get it. Get to the man. rapture, bro. Okay. Okay. Wrap up right. to rapture. <laughs> okay, so in the late 1700s, the rapture occurred, and uh, which may this may or not may not be like actually 900 or 700. You know, I don't know what actual year uh, it is at the moment. I'll, I will state that. So when the rapture occurred according to our timeline is probably late 1700s so you have emmanuel swedesberg i'm just going to give the bullet points on it uh anyone in the audience can look all this up emmanuel swedesberg 1772 he died and he said that the second coming is now he's a guy who was a scientist for a, a very well-respected scientist for 50 years and then on easter morning I, I, somewhere in 1744 1747 something like that Jesus Christ appears to him at the foot of his bed and he becomes a prophet of Jesus's the new Christ churches in his honor and he said the second coming is happening now he predicted his own death he did many different things to prove how psychic he just became when Jesus visited him and his name was Emmanuel uh, which is very biblical in that Emmanuel would be the one coming uh, at the end to declare Christ's second coming so uh, Are you declaring that right now? No, not, not me. No, 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 the other guy. So this is uh, this is all this is all a joke. It's, it's a joke. No, no, that's all. I was laughing too. Yeah. Uh, I'm declaring <laughs> the final judgment's coming. That's, that's Listen, what I'm declaring. <laughs> This is all, guys. If if it, it falling into this timeline, this is all speculative. Okay, guys, this is not. We're not well, this is all true. Emmanuel so, Swedesberg. Yeah. Th that's all true. According stuff to about him. him. No, yeah, it's, it's yeah, true about yeah. it. I'm just saying about you saying the rapture occurred earlier. Right, right. Yeah. We're just speculating, guys. Don't think course, that course. that you know that it actually happened. We're just speculating. But go we're ahead. We're speculating right. based off of evidential stuff yeah. that we have. That I'm yeah. connecting. Which is yeah. good. Yes. 
Yeah, Go so ahead. then 73, the Jesuits are expelled, which is very important. The Jesuits are expelled 73, 73 yes, the year after he uh, died and predicted his own the day of his own death. So then in 76, we have the Bavarian Illuminati and the United States both start at the same time. Yep. Uh, we also have constitutions starting to be implemented all over the world. And I did say before in the late 1700s, that they're all five eyes. That's not true. It, it was across the entire 1800s. They all happened, but it started in the late 1700s, uh, the United States being the first one of these. So then we have 1812, France is warring with Russia. What are the five eyes? What, are, what does that mean? So uh, the five eyes, what is Australia, New Zealand, Canada, United States, but all across the world, everybody was starting to that has constitutions today started getting them okay. after the united states got there oh, in 76. Gotcha. Cool, gotcha. Cool, cool. yeah so when i said the five eyes i just meant those yeah i forget that not everybody uh out there listening may know who they are so <laughs> yeah so we had the war in 1812 but before that the moors in the 1770s uh were wiped out uh by different european factions uh, which then led to the United States having the Constitution. Then in 1812, you have the French and the Indian War happening in America, and you have the French also warring with Russia, would, which would make it a world war, but they don't tell us that. 1816, we have the year without a summer, which lasts for several summers. So the sun was blackened out, just as the Bible says, it would be blackened out. And I mean, there was a literal year without a summer. There's also tales in, um, uh, well, this goes from earlier, but tales from India that there was a war in the heavens, that they actually saw warring in the heavens, uh, which a lot of people say is UFOs, but it's probably just the, the, uh, the original second coming, which was right around uh, 70 AD or so. But anyway, getting back to this, we Carrington event happens in 1859. The World's Fair start happening in 1850. Uh, orphan the, trains. The orphan trains. We have no tombstones can be found before the year 1850. You have the gold rush happening in California, 1849. So famous, the 49ers are named in their honor. But there's no tombstones from anybody dying, and mm. they probably just drained the water that was there. And that water was waterway was actually called the Red Sea. If you can find maps in the 1700s of California being an island and the Red Sea separated it, whereas now Nevada and Utah that so maybe America was Israel uh, at some point or to some degree was an actual biblical thing. Uh, yeah, so the Carrington event, 1859 happens, 1860, uh, the seasonal flu was introduced into humanity. Before that, it was not a seasonal thing. 1865 and 67, we have anxiety and depression both introduced to humanity, which are radiation frequencies hitting the earth uh, and hitting humanity and just causing severe damage to all of us, which all these new technologies do. So anyway, that all happened, I believe, because it was the rapture and the mud floods all occurred. So the orphan trains, the inventoriums, these are all things that are introduced because the population was so low, which is actually there's a mathematical thing you can multiply, you know, take your two parents, multiply them, multiply them by two each time. And if you go back a thousand years, each of us would have 
over 2 billion living uh, relatives. relatives at that one moment. Mm -hmm. So there was only 300 million people on earth at that time. So uh, there's something there that is not adding up literally mathematically it doesn't add up and uh so the last thing that i wanted to say was that the mud floods we we have this uh event where the dinosaurs were killed off right that a comet hit the earth well maybe it wasn't actually way back when maybe it was not too long ago and maybe the comet hitting the earth uh made the volcano explode which then would be a huge fireball would flash freeze everything is well you know would be so hot would suck up a ton of oxygen and carbon dioxide which would then everything that needed that would die instantly and then as soon as it got cold again we would have a quote-unquote ice age which we do know that according to mainstream history we went to a mini ice age in the 1300s and uh then what you would have left is uh just the smoke in the air and the, the things that could survive with the amount of oxygen that is left. So it's very strange, but it could have happened just like that. I mean, so that's the end of Tartar. I think it's a really good, uh, it's a so, <laughs> super <laughs> solid right, guys, Show's over. Good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, that's uh, why I was like, let him do it because he, he has so many good facts and then and good information. And it paints a really good picture of the day of, of, yeah. of the whole Good job, thing. dude. That was cool. Oh, I, I, I like that, man. Um, quick question. The mud floods, is that like a, a worldwide flood or what, what was the mud floods? What is that? Oh, well, so uh, to me, I, if it was this scenario, which biblically the Bible says that the first world will be destroyed by water, the second one by fire. So yeah. obviously mud flooding would be soil liquefaction could be heating it could be massive amounts of water there's many different ways soil liquefaction can happen earthquakes can do it was it so, was it all through the the world or was it just in Tartaria? Yeah. yeah no so yeah it's all over the world and the evidence okay. we have is through photographs of buildings that are now yeah. slanted and they start to dig them up. We have the. Uh, I've been studying that part of it. So yeah, Easter I get, Island. Yeah. So, okay, can, can I say something? Can I ask a question? So what you're saying is that those those world fairs were actually or maybe already there. Yes. And they we they destroyed them after they had the, the you know the the had a fair in there and they just kept it, they just destroyed all those those right. are very intricate buildings to have up. Those aren't like some buildings that you could just you'd have to be superhuman to make those and supernatural to make those buildings up and that quickly. And then just to have them tear down that fast that I was watching, I was watching some stuff on that. And I was like, Nicholas, the Tesla was involved in some of these things and watched this stuff. I was like, wow, this is very, uh, yeah. There were a lot of technological war, uh, yeah, advances, so, like you know, super yeah. advanced, like it's kind of like Egypt, how, uh, you know, the people would come and just write their cartouches on, on statues that were already there. Uh, they they look at the cartouches and the carvings on the statues and they're like, you know, scratchy. Uh, the lines aren't perfectly straight like the rest of the uh, uh, statue. You know, the lines on it and everything is all perfect and symmetrical and the lines that are all carved in are kind of like somebody came later and tagged yeah. it up. And so, yeah. so, so with the Tartaria aspect, you get kind of the same thing as you have these buildings here. And with the world fairs as they come in and disguise it, make it look like they built these buildings and they set fire to the ones that they built. 
leave the ones that were already there and then claim it as theirs. That's yeah, what the, we have the all story those... behind Titanic is the same too, right? Like it yes. was like an old Tartarian boat. Then that's like part of the reason why it was crashed, even though there's a whole other banking side of that. But yeah, that's yeah. fun fun one too when i talked to andreas exeris about that he said that actually everything was human size was our size so he didn't believe that it was tartarian because none mm. of the uh doorways were more than just average uh, none of the beds there's so a bunch of uh that's interesting Atlantis. and like the red brick buildings right well yeah with the their electromagnetic uh conductors right the red brick there's a bunch of atlantis symbolism in the titanic though the titan the Titanic, the Atlantic, right, right. the Olympus, right, and, and it's the funny, Olympus, they would, the Olympians. Yeah, they the would iceberg. kill the Olympic and say it was the Titans yeah. that died. Yeah. yeah. That's Mark. That's, yeah, that's funny. Mark, you want to jump in, bro? I, I, I know that you're over there. <laughs> you're just listening. He's grooving, um, man. Mark, you guys how forgot do you, about me. Mark, let me ask you. <laughs> I, I didn't forget about you. I've been looking at you to make sure that you're, you know, just make sure that you're chilling and listening. But do you, did you, uh, what did you want to say, bro? I know that. I heard on a few of your shows already. I actually listened to a few uh, coming into this so I can get, um, you know, some info uh, on what you're thinking. So are you a little bit of a skeptic on this or do you believe, are you, do you believe it? I mean, how do you feel about it, brother? Wow. You nailed it. I'm definitely skeptical, but not for the wrong reasons. I definitely just want to exercise as much discernment as possible because I think it's important. Uh, where I can agree with what Todd just said is the fact that there is evidence for cataclysms here across the world. It's been recorded throughout various different cultures, mythologies, and the stories that they tell. And I think the, you know, the, the point about water and fire, you know, we have cataclysms caused by flood. We have cataclysms caused by possibly, uh, you know, asteroid impact. Uh, that could possibly be fire or volcanic eruption, right? That could also possibly be fire. So I think there are uh, clear ways to find evidence for this stuff. And they have. There is geological evidence of the flood. There is the, you know, liquefaction. I'm sure you guys saw the TikTok video that's circling mm -hmm. around. It's like a little model house inside of like a little like aquarium, aquarium. and they shake yeah. it yep, and they shake it shake it shake it and everything sinks and the one like kind of hollow golf ball floats to the top so when i saw that video it kind of reminded me of like all the stones that are around where i live in new england like there's all these stones and when todd was on my show you know he brought up all these really strange shaped stones and and the native americans the more i study them you know, the more you find stories of like beings who were destroyed and then turned into stone, you know, like the giants, right? We have these Nephilim that were here in North America. So to me, you know, what I mostly agree with is the fact that we had an ancient civilization here on the planet that was far more advanced than what we have today. And since the collapse of that civilization, certain groups have collected as much as they can of what was left and repurposed it to take as much control as they can. And they've even gone so far as to possibly rewrite history, like Emmanuel or Todd was pointing out so eloquently, you know, they wanted to separate us from Christ. So they added a thousand years, you know, so that they can have more control and we would have less understanding of who Christ was as, you know, an incarnation of the creator himself. Right. So 
you know, all of that, I agree with, you know, there are a lot of things, and this isn't on anybody who's in this conversation, but there are a lot of things within the whole scope of what people say about Tartaria that I think, you know, need to be met with more skepticism than it is met with. That's fine. You know, we're not going to nitpick every little thing. But what I will say is here where I live, what I can actually go out and see with my own eyes is the amazing amount of stone and the way it's uh, stacked, right? You have all these stone walls. And what comes to my mind is like, well, if the earth quakes and all of these things happen, you know, what if these, you know, walls turn into rubble and the rubble stays in a line, like as if it was a wall, right? So you have all these stone piles all over the place. Who knows? That could be like rubble, literally rubble from an ancient structure that was destroyed. Um, but then on the other side of it is you see these ley lines, right? The ley lines kind of show you where the energy is moving through the earth. And to me, what it seems like is when a culture comes in and takes over another culture, they don't destroy everything. They just destroy everything that wasn't on the ley line. So they take everything that's on the ley line and repurpose it. So what you have is all these old buildings getting repurposed, repurposed because the way they were built possibly harkens back to a time when the energy of the earth was different and they were able to levitate these huge masses of stone across these ley lines in order to position them in all these strange ways in these megalithic structures and the, the even some of the victorian structures but you know where it becomes really really uh fascinating with that whole thing is when it comes to you know, the fact that you have all of these like magnetic kind of shaped structures as well, like the arch, the arcs, right? I think Romy actually sent me a picture of one of these today or, or posted yeah, something about magnets. it. Yeah, they look like magnets in the ground, you know, and, you know, cons like point, like just put on the ground, you know, that U shape, that upside down U shape arc. Do you guys think, know what that's in honor of? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go much. ahead. Go ahead. Please tell uh, us. It's the original Roman god, Giannis, or Janus. It's uh, very strange, uh, the things about this guy. I, I suggest everybody look up Janus, uh, the god Janus. It, it's very strange. Mm. Okay. Yep. January is in, named after right. him. That's why it's the first month he was the first god. <laughs> Well, he you know might be all... the god of the Old Testament. Honestly, I think he is the god of the Old Testament. Well, well I want to bring, bring someone from the from the biblical perspective. If you would think about it, people were uh, before for the flood and all that. People lived eight hundred years. This is what it states in the Bible. So, so nine hundred years old. So even if you live five hundred years old, you'd be a pretty smart guy. And people yeah. that were living that long, they're like, man, they're like like he said like people there was an advanced civilization here before yes because they were living here 800 years like right. put it that this way if there was a if there was this if there was if we were had a uh what is the ice age right or the whole earth would be covered in ice sun, the sun couldn't get in that good so it'd be, it'd be like a prism right so you're refracting the light off 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 you know so you're not really you're living longer trees are are, are the, there's more oxygen now people are having like living way longer and you're and you're learning probably and you're, you're more spiritual like well, you think about, lines. think about like that. living more spiritual they could talk they, they used to talk to god they used to 
You know what I mean? So well, you exactly. Would know, so you're, you're, but Imagine. when you get into mischief, hold on. When you get into mischief, like the angels, like the like the like the fallen angels were getting into, you you mix a very smart man with mischief and and a, and, a, and an angel that's getting into mischief. You're talking to you. Who knows what you can make? Who knows what's out there? Who knows what's going on right now? That's that. I, today I go outside and there's, it's not even windy outside, but there's so many. I'm talking like so many chemtrails going through my through, through Rialto and it's 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 disgusting to me. Well, I go outside, know, I wake up, it's everywhere. It's everywhere now. It's like oh wow, they're not even they're not even kidding me anymore. This before is before we get too bad. far away from. Okay, from hold on, Jason. Hold on, Jason. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> Sorry. Before you get too far away from that point, Jason, I love what you just brought up because it reminded me of kind of where I was going with, you know, people who are into the flat earth, they know about the dome of ice, right? That that fell and, you know, the, the waters of the sky mixed with the waters from the deep, right? So we've all heard that it's been recorded in many different cultures, not just the Bible, but what's so interesting about thinking putting yourself in the shoes like you said of these people who potentially live for 900 years well what was the world like living under that dome i don't think they would have the same uh, way to track time that we do if they were living under a dome like you said the light would be refracting they probably weren't living with a night and day cycle the same way we are and Ooh, that even okay. wraps into the whole time, you know, manipulation thing, because it's yep. very easy to to maybe make the uh, suspicion or, or it's, you know, it could I feel think like two suns. Well, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's very obvious to me that time back then was not the way it is now. And the years that they were calling years are not what we would call a year. So that being said, and then to the point about the ice, water and ice are very conductive of electricity. So this is going to make for a a much, much more energetic atmosphere, which is why you have megafauna, (laughs) megaflora, you have giants, you have all these huge, right, right. So, and you also have more energy pumping through these ley lines and balancing and refracting back off of the ice. So you can move all these huge stones. That's why we need machines and metals to do it all now, because all of that stuff has gone into the earth. Is this, would this be considered the golden age period that that we're talking about with, with the golden age with the with the ice wall on it because that's kind of the opposite of how i've always thought about and envisioned the golden age which is like you know there's a catastrophic uh, event that would end the golden age and to add the axis to the the earth that wasn't sitting straight up and down then the you know the, the atmosphere getting smaller but what we're talking about here is an interesting, you know, so I have a greenhouse super interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm blown away right now. I'm like, my, I, I'm like, I'm getting pumped up right now because I want to go with about how there's a verse in the Bible that I, I'm trying to can't remember where it's at, but it says, because God is a mathematical God. So if you look at it this way and the day of the life of God is a thousand years and it's like a day is, is like a day to us or to him is a thousand years. So if, if you a day to him is a thousand years to us. Seven thousand years. Seven thousand years. Because look at it. Took him. Right. It took him one day to create. You know, the first day to create. Second. So seven took him seven days. Right. So you got to think about it. We're still in the sixth day because if you read, if you go through Genesis, it, it, it's encrypted in there, and you read it, it'll show you man. Man was created, and then that. But there's there were every now there's a gap theory. There's this gap. Theory Some people have a gap theory. Yeah. yeah. So when Satan that's in the fell, very beginning, bro, between between day one and day two, the gap dude, you, if you get, if the you, gap get in, you get in the Bible and you really read it, you go by that by a seven thousand year history. Well, it's Friday it makes sense. It's Friday. 
right? So it'd be the fifth day. So there's actually PGIS. time that's oh, been added in, in to make day, us look be, like we we're in the, in the sixth day. Okay. If you talk about the mark of the beast in Revelation, it talks about the sixth day God made okay. beasts well, and, and stuff like that. All so. of this is leading up to, and we have so much evidence of this in the founding of the United States of America. You have all of these people in positions of power who are trying to bring on the coming, the second coming of Christ. And what they want to do is push things to the point of apocalypse. Maybe that's what's happening now with the whole jab you know, one of my patrons yeah. called it the Jabberwocky. I love that. You know, they, <laughs> like they 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 have that now, and you know, okay. that might be the mark of the beast. Maybe they're trying here, to beckon Christ. Oh, it another, is. Here's another yeah, thing, guys. I think real quick, it's setting it up for. Hold on, real quick. Right. So here's another thing. So also, uh, like as far as the 19th, you know, when, when Israel became a nation again, that was that was the Rockefeller. Or, sorry, that's the Rothschilds that actually purchased 140,000 acres of land. And actually put them there. So when you start studying like who the true Israelites are, which we had an episode on this, and also Dan and Aki, I'm sure you know what's up with this too. Some people say that the ten tribes of Israel went to Tartaria. Is that isn't that what some people are saying? Or am I am I confused on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely yeah, so, did. Yeah, they went to the northeast, and that's like the very northeast. And on maps, yeah. it actually says that in I-290, uh, Paul came here uh, and preached Christianity. So we got Mark talking about how they're trying to actually make the second company ha company, the second coming actually happen. So some of the stuff is man-made where they, where they do want it to, where they do want it to occur, or they want us to think it's occurring, or they want to do a fake rapture, or they want to do like a fake uh, second coming or the, well, the they're trying to set the scene because they yeah. understand that the judgment <laughs> is coming and they want to set the scene. So they'll be on the good end of Christ's or God's judgment. Right. So this is kind of where they invert things and make, you know, like this is this is alchemy. You know, this is oh, right yeah. here. Boom. Alchemy, you know, and alchemy used to be considered a way to connect with God. You know, a lot of the greatest inventions of our modern world were created by people who were pursuing God's inspiration and that's how they discovered certain ways to you know blend chemicals and then now we have all these alloys and all these things we work with we have like filaments that illuminate our houses graphene you know? oxide all of that is is part and <laughs> parcel <laughs> to divine inspiration and and god and you know to bring it back to the tartaria <clears throat> stuff you know gog and magog right yeah you guys familiar with these terms yes, oh, yes sir that's in the these bible were too, locations yeah. in tartaria but they were also in russia names that <clears throat> george <clears throat> bush <throat> and his father george bush <laughs> yeah. Sr. that's their skull and bones name right yeah right yeah. so yes. you and yeah and this book and that's that 2001 hands yeah this book that i have in my hands is called the Vinland map and the Tartar relation. And it's published by Yale university. So oh, it's very curious that the people who <laughs> are going to Yale have this kind of symbolism and are aware of the Tartaria stuff. When Andreas Zertis was on my show, he talked about the Tartaria codex, which curiously enough, he uh, put his hands on. So I don't know uh, how trustworthy that makes him. I love Andreas. Shout out to him. I'm just saying the dude's a little shady. He's a great dude, but you know, he's got, he's got that ability. You know, he walks in those circles cause he's got that <laughs> mind, you know, he, he's got the yeah. Ivy league appeal, but either way, well, he I, brought he's up super by spiritually Jesuits connected. I, I'll tell you that when I, I connected with him, it was, he was, uh, 
very different. He very focused, and his energy is very different than anyone oh, else I've ever. Like I to. said, I, I love I love the guy. He's really awesome. I'm proud to call him a friend. But I, like I said, you know, not anybody can just go into Yale and look at this stuff. Andreas, like I said, has that intelligence. He has the mm-hmm. that sort of ability to walk in those circles. You know, I I think he does it in a in a good way, but. We're not talking about him. We're talking about Tartaria here. Yeah. And the Tartaria <laughs> Codex is in Yale, which is like, you know, of course they've come out and they've said, oh, this is just, you know, an antiquated document. It doesn't have any historical relevance. But of course they're going to say that. They don't want any of their best and brightest to get lost down that road, even mm-hmm. though, you know, it's not a dead end. They want to give you the appearance that it is. So I think the resurgence of Tartaria information coincides with quite possibly this re-emerging of Christ. I mean, quite literally, you know, in it's my coming at the right time. In it my worldview, judgment. You know, the prophet, the creator, you know, we're all connected. You know, we all have the ability to to be a, you know, source of divine inspiration. So I think that is what was really prophesized was not that Christ would incarnate as one man. But Christ would incarnate as every man, and we would all live our lives to those ideals that were set forth through that life that he lived. And unfortunately, you know, that comes with a lot of bad side effects, like the whole history of America, right? Indigenous people were considered heathens. They were not considered Christians, right? So this is the kind of thing that has created and added fuel to the fire of now, you know, and it's not all you know, the same type of Christian for the most part, like you guys have pointed out, it's Jesuits, it's Catholics, it's this sort of co-opting parasitic, it's a parasitic entity that's taken the the word and the, the sacred uh, teachings and used them to, you know, materialistic and, and evil ends, you know, really evil ends. So we need to remember that like the people who were living here, in North America, were quite possibly the the tribes of Israel, and just as connected in their own Native way. Americans, right? Yeah, they were yes. just as connected in their own we way have, to the Creator without the they're without part, the Bible. They're, they're actually uh, there's actually some land that the, the Native Americans actually get to claim out in in uh, in Israel. So there, there's that. Also, oh, some, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, because they knew all, they did a sacred because their yeah, you tell them about festivals this, are the same festivals. The same, same exact months. The Cherokee have them. The uh, the Cheyenne have them. Well, when, when you, they they worship a Yahweh okay. too. So they were actually Dan and Aki, I think you're interested. So I heard you say that. So what happened is they were actually missing something in in Israel. The, the Jews were missing a part of their their ceremony. And over here in North America, the Indians were doing that part of the ceremony. So no, they, they were actually, doing the whole ceremony with the that whole ceremony. Part. I'm sorry, with that part. So so then they the Jewish people came were, were like interested, like what? Well, how would they know the rest of that ceremony that we were missing? So then they ended up coming to find out. They did like a DNA test, and some of these Indians of this tribe were actually went back to uh right. you know I guess to Abraham I believe that's yeah, why they, the giants came over here they come that's why the uh, giants came over to, to follow them they were devouring them that's why that's why the that's why when they say the star people came down and made it with people and had giants that the stories in every single every single uh 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 history of any type of geological places like you go to Mayans Incans all of them have the, the same the story star people, star people the coming fallen down. angels yes yeah. 
Yeah, they Native Americans come from devouring Europe also. people. That's oh, why God was yeah, like, hey, this isn't good. And that's why I feel like that the Indians were wiped out, the Native Americans, is because they knew about this stuff. And what are you going to do? What do you do when you go conquer a place? Get rid of all their history. Get rid of everything that they know. Because the stuff that they know was like, oh, man, they, they live off the land. They don't, there's no, there's no stealing. There's no murdering. There's no child molesting. There's nothing. You don't have to worry about none of that. And they had one spiritual practice throughout everywhere. They yes, were all it, in unison. Yep. And they had a creator and they knew, they knew that they were going to die and go meet their creator and meet the, and meet their, uh, uh, their ancestors in the sky and that were before them. All of this has been forgotten and look at what day we're coming up upon next week. Right. Thanksgiving, <laughs> the, the, yep. the literal, you know, My for gosh, Americans, yeah. it's that yeah. narrative that they took, you know, they took it and they placed it in the mind of every child in school for the past 80, to maybe as far back as the world's yeah, fair, we, right? Yeah, we came over and we're nice to each other, and we were like, "Oh, yeah, here's some corn, here's some fish. We taught you how to plant." But that's yeah, because they together. don't. No, we they don't want us to wipe them out. But they don't want us to interfere with that plan to, you know, bring that back. And and what I said about like, oh, Christ possibly, you know, coming and being all of us instead of just one man. I don't think that's what they're expecting. I think that's what's inevitably going to happen. And what really what it is, is like the friction between that fight between, you know, God or Christ and the and Satan, uh, if you will, that, you know, constant like the yin yang here, as the Taoists put it, that constant battle and, and balancing, you know, it only spirals upwards, you know, towards progress, evolution, I think. And what you find is it happens in cycles. So that's how you go back and you look at the ancient, you know, they were at the peak, you know, then we go to this really low, 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 low point when they're rewriting history, dark ages. We don't even know if some of those years happened. Right. But now we're on this upswing. And I think what's happening on the real and, and, and for what the hopeful side of all this Tartaria stuff and what it really brings to mind is like people are looking for uh, a real answer because for the longest time the vatican the snakes of venice have corrupted you know in that garden of eden kind of way they've corrupted the apple of knowledge and wisdom and for the first time i think uh in human history uh that's been recorded we're going to have a time to share all of this on a podcast like this through books right. that are massively distributed you know not not like in that conquistador way not in the missionary way where you force someone to believe in god but when you know we all see that it's it's one truth that we're all seeing from different angles and that unites us you know not an inquisition and, we're not bringing no inquisition in. yeah so, exactly. so how about it's we like bring this, this podcast to... here because not all of <laughs> yeah. us believe in the same things and we're all exactly but we're all agreeing on on certain aspects of this whole situation so. right sure. Sure, and and For that sure. can bring what you're just saying right here we can bring it back to how did the native americans have greek architecture all over the United yeah. States. Like, so, so how does that come into play unless they are the tribes of Israel and the tribes of Israel actually seeded mostly everything. And maybe they were all different races because they were all the children of God, right? So God made all the different races. So maybe if there's 12 of them, maybe, you know, there's like two of each race or something to that effect, you know, and they just went about and, and started 
teaching and uh, giving all this information to everyone, you know, going around and maybe they were the quote unquote culture because they had all the information. Um, do you guys mind if I read a, uh, a, a quote from a, or a SERPed from a sweet book that I think everybody might have a little bit of something to say about this book that I found that has some Tartarian interesting subjects as, in it. as long as you give us Go the ahead, name brother. of the book and who okay. wrote the book yeah so they all right get the, 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 the title is long so here we go american antiquities and discoveries in the west being an exhibition of the evidence that an ancient population of partially civilized nations differing entirely from those of the present indians peopled america many centuries before its discovery by columbus and inquiries into their origin with a copious description of many of their stupendous works now in ruins with conjectures concerning what may have been become of them compiled from the travels authentic sources and researches of the antiquarian societies by hosiah priest that's the name of the book that's, that's the, the name of the book that's like, the name what? of the book Uh, he died in 1851 and this book came out on 1830 fucking three all right yeah so it hits a lot of notes and i'm just gonna read this one serped from it and then let's go off from there okay um it is true the family of shem of whom were abrahamic isaac and jacob by the particular providence of god retained the unadulterated the traditional history of the creation and of man until the time Moses embodied it in a book 857 years after the flood. But the rest of the nations were left in this respect to mere recollections, which as soon as they divided and subdivided became contradictory and monstrous. But the authors of the great works found in the West seem to have retained the first ideas received from their fathers at the era of the building of Babel, Equally, if not superior to the many nations of Europe, as they were in the year 800, uh, 800 after Christ, this is consented to on all hands and even contended by the historian Humboldt. In order to show the reader the, propi- uh, the propriety of believing that a culinary very soon after the confusion of a language of mankind found their way to what is now called America, we give the tradition of the Azteca nation, the one who inhabited Azatlan, the country of the Western states, but were at the era of the conquest of South America found inhabiting the Vale of Mexico because they have, as we have shown, been driven away by the eruptions of the Tartarian Indians. Boom. Tartarian Indians? Yeah. (laughs) And if you if you look back like that. So in this age of discovery, right, there's a bunch of stories of Spanish travelers coming along and finding giants, right? But even like up in the Northeast, uh, in like what is now New Brunswick, Canada, you have depictions of the Mi'kmaq indigenous tribes there, and they're dressed like similar to what you see, quote unquote, Tartarians dressed like, and they're very tall, uh, paler skin than we're led to believe. And you got to also remember that there was quite possibly an African influence here as well, where, you know, great civilizations in Africa, they were able to go across the Atlantic, whether through, you know, a series of of land bridges that were larger than what is now here, you know, post-flood, 
uh, or just straight sailing, right? Because we have stories even from 800 AD um, where Abu Bakr leaves Africa and sails across the Atlantic and was never seen again, but he left with like 4,000, you know, men and all these ships. And, you know, so they were able to, to quite possibly see South America, Mexico, North America. So there wasn't just like one group of people. It was quite literally a melting pot. You know what's crazy? There's Chinese There's writing somewhere uh, in, in the, uh, Arizona. The Canyon or, yep. or yeah, well, Arizona. California too. Joshua trees only grow in Israel. And, and in- think about it. What's the biggest dam in the whole world? Isn't it the Hoover Dam, right? That's the yeah. biggest dam in the whole world. So what, what are they holding back with all of that water that they're damming up with that dam? Well, they're hiding all of that stuff in the Grand Canyon, like Emmanuel pointed out. There's Chinese... A, Yep. Yeah, there's, oh, a, there's a old I used to I used to read these treasure books because uh like there's this old forest fen treasure like that, that that was looked for and stuff like that. But he had a story that there was down at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, there's a there's a like a, a little uh there was water and, and he got to the bottom and he found a treasure that was hidden inside of the walls of, of, of the Grand Canyon at the bottom. And he said it was like a certain part of the day the sun hit it and he saw it and he went inside there and it was all Asian and 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 Egyptian. Like Egyptian, yes, it was all Egyptian. And he when he went to go back, he couldn't find it again. So I, I could believe, yeah, like you said, the Hoover Dam. They got pyramids I, in uh, the Grand Canyon. Uh, yes, the, and, the Grand Canyon yeah. may have been the Tower of Babel, and God cut it out. You know, it was struck down, right? And now we have the Grand oh. Canyon. Who knows, man? That that's that's. <sighs> <laughs> Dude, there's so it, much isn't stuff there is. dendritic oh uh isn't there, there dendritic scarring uh around the grand canyon ari aslan tries to point out that that might be yeah, one of the places scarring. where the yeah yeah that's pretty interesting too there's also a pyramid in georgia right yeah yeah there's georgia's uh a hotbed i live yeah, in georgia. georgia i went to the georgia, georgia guidestones yeah, 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 yeah i went there in the that's summer that's kind of like the that's kind of like this the the, the kind of like the, the rosetta stone type of thing you could go through mm-hmm. and Dude, there's so many Freemasons in Georgia and South Carolina. I, like every town you go through, there's uh, these different uh, Jesuits, also signs. Jesuit schools. Mm. Okay, yeah, I didn't even look for that. So yeah, I'm not looking for that. But is George, see, where's Georgetown located? That's right. Washington yeah, D.C. Washington. Okay. Uh, oh, is yeah, it? So, yeah. Oh, that's even worse. So there's these <laughs> like big, uh, big signs, and on the signs you have the symbols of all the different. Uh, uh, secret societies that are in that town and i mean it's everywhere it's I, I like the way that they build here it's like they're the most master builders that there are well that we have um there's uh scott walter who did the tv series america unearthed and what he found when he when he went to go find the mayans is that they recovered that uh the source of that blue dye that they were using was from georgia oh yeah yeah uh, and the Freemasons, they sent their best uh, guy down here, you know, Randall Carlson. They sent him to live here to start uh, studying all this. So, you know, it's interesting. He's a quote unquote conspiracy theorist type of guy, but he's probably just, you know, he's a 32nd at least, if not 33rd degree Mason. So anyone who takes that pledge, you cannot. If you're trust on Joe, him. you got to go. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> that takes that pledge, you can't trust. So then Graham Hancock, all his stuff you can't trust because he's linked with Randall Carlson. And they're trying to push it so far ancient. Oh, look how old all this stuff is. Well, was Gobekli Tepe, was that covered up in the mud flood instead of being purposely covered up 
13,000 years ago? Was it the mud flood a few hundred years ago that just seems like it was purposely covered up because it was mud just leaked in there? Uh, well, that's why a lot of people think the mud flood was specifically derogatory or aimed at this ancient yeah. empire civilization because it was like they were too powerful and they had the technology that needed to get stolen and it needed to get hijacked, but they had to do it in such a way that they could actually win because, you know, in theory, that war was going on for a very long time and it was very hard to win. And if you're going against somebody and, and you know, the, we haven't even talked about the fact that Tartaria has a shit ton of crazy ether energy and all of this like knowledge and extensive information about the electromagnetic grids that are connected to some of the hotspots on the earth, you know, so like there's like the battle of technology and like that's what a lot of the mud flood stuff is, is that that the mud flood needed to happen in order to get rid of these people so they could thus take over and hijack their their empire here's something so, i thought about earlier with uh tartarians and how it's uh, you can get the word Aryan out of it and then aries and then aries was the god of mars and that's your martians and then what do the aliens do right they're what's the idea in conspiracy theory they're giving man technology in order to harvest basically souls or dna or whatever right so when you think of it like that that's what the devil does is he gives technology to people and then expects something in return yeah like a pact yeah or gives yeah, you so, or gives you whatever you know whatever you, you know whatever you're trying to chase have, basically. have any of you guys gone to Spiritual any battle. any places in your local areas that have different uh maybe not local but maybe you traveled a little bit to go look at the architecture of these different places uh, so no. i went to saint augustine and i'm also a truck driver so every day i'm going a couple hours away and what i've really found was it's hidden in the hood of everywhere that is they target those areas they make those low poverty areas mm. and the, go look at your local hoods and you'll see that there is a lot of the architecture especially in uh rural hoods uh compared to you know maybe new york city you'll never find what's under there but uh, i i see a lot of it and you can see in my background i went to saint augustine and they have these bell towers right and all these bells are gone. So they had like a massive melting of bells in the 30s and 40s, which is very odd. Uh, bells, why would they do that? And we were talking about the shape of the earth earlier and the ice dome. What if the earth is actually the shape of a bell? Uh, you hear the term cosmic egg sometimes. What if it's actually more like a bell, you know, like the Nazi bell, the die Glocke, the, the UFO that they had? And maybe that's why all the bells were empty. Maybe that's some kind of signifier. And then you have the Liberty Bell gets cracked, right? The, and it got cracked. The Liberty Bell, the firmament got cracked, right? So it's all linked up in you just have to understand how to look at everything why would they remove the bells and the die glock would be the shape of a jetson's type of little car you know the little flying vehicle 
don't know. Interesting. That is some <laughs> that is some fucking shit, man. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, you guys are talking you're talking about the spires. I wish I could zoom in on this, but yeah, the different electrical, the way that the electricity yeah. would have worked, it would have been like some kind of could have just moved bell. through the air much easier. So yeah. a lot of a lot of this Tartarian architecture also has like gold plated or copper yeah, or copper, some type yeah. of conductive material on top spires and so why would they put a conductive metal on top of a spire unless you're trying to conduct electricity into it you know in some form of fashion so you have to ask that question also because otherwise it makes no sense to do to put those metals on the top right if unless you want to get electrocuted, you know that's like Benjamin Franklin with the kite, right? Unless you want to get lightning. Yeah. Well, Nicholas <laughs> Tesla, he, kite, get it electrocuted. Well, I, I, I don't <laughs> believe that shit, but I mean, still, I mean, that's what they want you to believe. And but and, Nicholas right. Tesla, so he says you could you could just pull energy from the air like that, and, and maybe yeah, maybe they yeah. Had some... Well, and you see the the copper roof on this one. You can tell the copper roof is super old. The rest of the building is, has been retouched, and mm -hmm. even if the spires have been retouched, this is. Uh, it's trying to be a memory of gold like you're saying and there's also mercury would so when we take the uh okay so we have to have the radical idea real quick that churches and mosques don't actually exist for religion that religion was there to cover up all of this yes. that the the islamic uh symbols and the cross they're all just different energetic uh devices that do different things and mercury would spin inside of these little domes these so it would be like a, a spire with a ball in the center and mercury would spin in there and that's a conductor of electricity so that it would uh, happen in a different way and they have found pools of mercury underneath the pyramids in egypt and they have found it also in uh in mexico under pyramids too so yeah, they, 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 they diverted the water though out of out of Egypt. I think if you introduce water back into that part of the the, the pyramids, I think you would get yourself a nice little yeah. reactor. You get a little hey, yeah. maybe the Hoover there. Dam's holding that up. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, what about hey, what about maybe. the uh, what about the star fortresses? What are those guys? What are the star Ooh, fortresses that they talking one. about? That's a good one. Um, I was actually listening to, um, I don't know if you guys follow the observation deck on YouTube. Amazing. That guy's awesome. Uh, a lot of, a lot of great I got one. Oh, right there you go. There you go. Yeah. Look right here. So I, I went there, uh, to this one, uh, and it was awesome. Uh, so, I mean, it seemed like a battlefield though. It didn't seem like, uh, anything other than a battlefield. I mean, it was set up completely for that. So, Maybe stuff was added on later, but it was. Um, and so on this one, here, I'm in the way. Actually, let me get on. What's interesting side. about the star fort, so is why do you water. need to build a star fort yeah. in a geometrical shape if you're just trying to defend away from other people? That's what doesn't make sense to me. I can get like maybe you wanted to have forts protect your boundaries and whatnot, yeah, but why? Why the geometrical pattern? Well, yeah, I don't think all of them. I think this one might have been for war, but not all of them. Like this has a drawbridge right here. Like this was, like, you wouldn't have a drawbridge unless you're protecting whoever's in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. so, well, the 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 bastion fort is like the military term for what you're yes. looking at right there, and right. 
I guess the military strategic advantage to having a fort like that is when, you know, in those times when they were relying on muskets, you know, you didn't have as many shots as you do now with the amount of, you know, bullets you can fire with an automatic weapon. They were shooting once and then they had melee weapons when they ran out of, of bullets. So, you know, they were still worried about people invading the, 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 fort and like climbing the walls or getting near the entrances so the bastion fort in military theory is you know designed so that you can have a flank on anybody who comes near those walls because you're extended in those points and you can shoot fire you know from a, a much larger angle than you could from just a right angle square so to me you know i don't point at every fort like you said Todd, you know, when you went there, it seemed, you know, like there was no other technology other than, you know, defensive technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's like really, that's the discernment that I'm I'm looking for. And I agree with that completely. But there are cases for like some European ones where you see the water going around them and you're like, wow. Right. And then you also have to well, keep this in one mind. Well, have like, water. Sorry. That's but what like I was right about to say. Like you got to keep in mind the land has changed. So maybe at one mm. point there was water all around that. And I have seen several pictures of forts like that that are completely in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like going back to like where I live and uh, like the history of this place, two of the first structures ever built in Connecticut were bastion forts and they were built by the Dutch. I mean, we can take that you know, as like maybe true or not, who knows, maybe the Dutch found those and just said, oh, these are our forts now. And then when the, when the British came there, like, well, those must be the Dutch forts. They must've built them because they went there, you know, but, but it could have just as easily been built by the indigenous people, like we described, who have so much more interesting stuff about them than we're told or led to believe. That's the weird thing about all this stuff is because they tell us it's Dutch, it's French, it's English, it's Spanish. Uh, and it's all happening at the same time. They're all color coordinated. You know, I have a place in Georgia. They're telling me is English. Then I go to Florida to St. Augustine and, and that's uh, Spanish, but it's literally color coordinated. It's everything about these uh, buildings are the same. Even with the, the domes on top look like bells. They're shaped like bells. They have bells in so many graveyards. Uh, they're using the same things. Is it really just five, five or six different, uh, quote unquote empires emerging at the same time. Why are they emerging at the same time? Why are they, they colonizing? Have signs, they have their own signatures to their, to the way they're doing it. And it's all, it looks like, it's not like you're saying that it's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same yeah. exact thing. They just really, they tell this part that, Oh, this was this group. And they tell this part, Oh, this was this group. And the two never, you know, connect. Uh, but when you start looking at, the different ones when they're telling you this is English, this is French. It's like, well, why, if they're warring nations, why are they using the same exact color coordination, same exact architecture styles at the same exact time periods that only took two to three years? Like that hotel that I had up, uh, they said that that took, here, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Flagler College, they said that this took two years to build, two years. There's no way that this took two years to build. He's amazing, dude. They couldn't build the roadways in two years. Architecture is amazing. So, okay. So guys, um, we're running, we're coming up on about an hour and 15 minutes just to end the podcast. uh, maybe we'll have to do another one just to completely go over Tartaria because we, we did pretty good. I think we're bouncing just back and forth through a, a lot of different stuff. And I think it was, I like Mark, good. dude. I like you, Mark. 
So real quick, right before we end, because we got till about, I don't know, 10, 25. I'll try to do it before, you know, I don't want to over an hour and a half. So what do you guys think like the smoking gun is about Tartaria? Uh, uh, anybody, anybody can answer this. Like, what Mud do you flows. feel is like, what do you feel like is like, this is, this is why I believe this 100% is because of this. What would it be just so we can end it with that, you know? Well, the mud floods does it for me because you can see that the evidence has been covered up and we start digging these uh, buildings out. We have all the leaning towers all over the world, the leaning tower of Pisa. You know, there's so many more than that as well. How did they get that way? But for me, it's really, uh, it's that, it's the fires that were in every major American city with all the world's fairs happening just after. And again, it only took two to three years to build all these fantastic structures after major fires and they say that they were built quickly because it was wooden plaster but every single one of them kept at least one building that is still in use today as a school as a college as a government building as a museum there's everything that we're told when you come across tartaria you have to question all of your history past 200 years ago that's Um, honestly speaking for myself i'm i'm a agnostic but uh i i think this conversation was enlightening to say the least uh you guys all brought some different aspects to the table that i've haven't thought about yet um and i appreciate that so thank you for that but uh for me i would say the architecture and the fact that you have these this gothic ideology within the architecture and then you have the this spires with the metal on them and everything i don't see anything else that it could be other than some type of pagan architecture that existed in the past in my Mm. personal opinion Mm. and and so for me that's why i think tartaria is a real thing sweet and uh anybody else i would say i would say you know Think about the term Freemason, right? Someone who finds Freemasonry. That could be a potential <laughs> explanation for that word or meaning. They found you know? it. Words have words <laughs> of, it, of, of meaning. I like that, bro. They stole well, the masonry from the actual Moorish masonry, right? Moorish well, masonry so, existed before but, Freemasonry. And but here's the thing: like it all goes back to the Temple of Solomon. Yeah. That's what all the Freemasons talk about at least publicly, um, because I am not (laughs) initiated by any means. But I definitely think the secret societies, you know, just the fact that they exist goes to highlight, you know, what everyone said here today is like definitely question history, definitely re-examine the things in your own neighborhood like I have with the stone rows that people have as fences in their yards and whatnot. It's like, I don't completely buy that all of them were built by colonists. You know, some of them go up mountains and over mountains and, and, and lead you to places like what I found today, a cairn. I found several stones leaning on, you know, just today I went on a hike. I don't think I mentioned that. Thank you. Yeah. It's on my Instagram, but yeah, I think that's kind of like my point is like, maybe don't take this conversation as like a bunch of answers more. So take it as a bunch of questions to then go and do your own research 
and then you know draw your own conclusions because what they're trying to do when you go through the indoctrination school system is give you all the answers so you don't have any chance to question and you just go right into worker bee mode and and live your life as a drone and and never really question anything right yes. so that's and that's the reason why we're listening to a show like this is because we want to fucking question things and and really understand the creation the creator and etc everything in between all right and guys we absolutely, know that absolutely. that history is really his story, and and whoever that his is is trying to make you believe this stuff. So as Mark was saying, I really agree with that. Uh, when you go deep and you start studying the Illuminati, you start studying the Jesuits, you start studying who created the school system, the the Rockefellers. They actually came up with the educational system. You guys are going to know that there's a lot of deception. And as me and Jason and Emmanuel and hopefully everybody knows, the devil is here to deceive you, right? So that's what's happening to us. So. Some stuff is going to disappear. Whatever they don't want you to know, they're going to try to deceive you, try to confuse you. Uh, and uh, guys, just study everything we said. And, and like I always say, man, study the word of God. Uh, get close to the creator. We, I believe that Jesus is still coming back. I don't believe that he came back in 17 something. I believe he's still coming back. So guys, get ready for that. Okay. And Jason, did you want to talk or, or, or Romy? I'm sorry. I, I think maybe you froze or. It sounds like really. Oh, oh it's very yo, I, mean, uh, I, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I mean, I got a smoking gun on Tartaria, you know, like Please started looking into this, this stuff a couple years ago. And there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that, um, you know, obviously I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page that everything that we're being told on the mainstream source is going to be a facade of some sort of, you know, MK that's been, you know, planned and pre pre determined you know for many decades upon us um and it's really even hard to look at old maps and try to determine what they were deciphering then because of like you know uh if we can look at uh history it's all in symbolic things that's all done through intuition and we have to really just listen to the goodness inside and for me it's like yo tartaria is a uh, blanket term for just kind of everything being a wash and like uh it's it's not even necessarily an empire it was it's it's like the the erasing of of much more than that so i don't know i feel it i love it thank you guys so much um uh, yeah all right so uh thank you guys i appreciate everybody coming on the show um i always end this in prayer jason did you did you want to say anything before you get before we get off because you're a little, no I'm man I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just i agree with i can find i can agree with a lot of this stuff i can see that a lot of this stuff is true because there's missing, there's missing places. There's missing, the Mayans disappeared, the Incans disappeared. Uh, and there's, uh, and- Dude, fucking Jason rules, too. bro. What's Josh, up? how come, yeah, Josh, sorry. how come you kept your brother from me? I didn't know your brother was so cool. What's up? Bro, listen, listen, he's, he's the smoking gun, dude. He's the secret weapon. He's the, he's the, secret he's the smoking the gun for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. the secret weapon, dude, hidden in the ankle, you know, but I'm just well, kidding. I, I, man, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jason. No, no, but so I just, that's I just really like resonated with you, I've too. Never, I've never believed, I never believed anybody about history and so because you, you start learning it yourself. You're like, man, this isn't, <laughs> doesn't sound like we, we, we started off as a very good country. Sounds like we... Oh. I think things are here. I think I, I think that I, I don't know what to think anymore, man. I'm sorry, guys. This is <laughs> yeah. See, that's like, what Tartaria so does. It, like, man, what it makes you question right? everything. This yeah, is very question important. it, study it, read it, and and take it to God and and go through the funnel it through right. the Bible because it's 66 yes. books written through thousands of years. 
order comes yeah. from chaos right and, and, and I'm oh, the turmoil that, creates man. the Say, order there's a creator there's a creator of the symphony so go for your there, there's a conductor of the symphony so go go look go look them out see, seek that and then start looking look for god first and then go look for all the mythologies and all the other stuff that you get that the conspiracy yes the funnel price in it let's get a one say, minute rap battle between josh and roman <laughs> well, we'll, we'll do this man sometimes hey, roman, what we'll do bro is, he uh, wants it to go down so bad <laughs> <laughs> i won't i won't battle you because i ain't trying to do that um what i'll do is uh bro can you freestyle for real Let's I mean, see if I can do this. I, I'll really do uh, it right now if you guys want to hear it. And <laughs> not a battle, though. I'm not going to battle you because I don't do that anymore. Yeah, no, no, of Just course. A little no, Tartaria no. freestyle rap, then. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Tartaria. Let me see if I can. Hold Is on, this guys. podcast oh, live? Wow. It's hey, not I live, no. Beats. I got some beats I can throw up if uh, you just just uh, yeah. all right. Throw, just throw up a beat. Throw up a beat. Edit in, right, edit right, in like uh, <laughs> you know uh, Aesop Rock and just tell people I was doing that part. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. All right, Dan. You've asked for this. You've asked for this three times now. So this is for you. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's see if you can. <laughs> Do you want me to share my screen? Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Participant screen sharing. Hold on, guys. You're like... gonna hear. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> sorry, sorry about the ad. Can you guys hear that? Can everybody hear you, that? You, you got to share no. your audio. No. So go oh. on, hit, hit share screen, and then it'll say advanced at the top. Hit advanced, and then it'll say share audio, and then hit that. Who can share multiple participants? Do, yeah, I do, do that. Do all multiple participants? Can yeah. you guys hear it? No. No. Yeah. So it's. I no, don't hear it. Unless no. that was somebody doing it. Yeah, that was Roman. <laughs> At the top, it says basic. It's really hard to see, but it says basic, advanced, and something else when you hit share screen. Okay. And what do I hit? Hit advanced. Go to the advanced section. Okay. And then it says share audio, like right under there. Computer audio or something. Okay. Can you guys hear it now? No. Can you hear it? No. 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 Maybe I have to do video. Share. Oh, there we go. I heard something. I could I could play a beat right now. There you go. I hear it. There we go. There it is. Hold on, guys. All right. We're gonna have to back this up real quick. All right, let's do this. Awesome. I got my homie Romy right in front of me. I used to smoke weed back in the day and just took it like the blender three. You better read the summary. They don't yeah, want yeah. none of me. I guarantee yeah, these yeah. rappers ain't above me, man. They under me. I got my family thinks that I'm crazy. Every rap I win against, man, they lacks a daisy. They couldn't even phase me if they ghostwriter was Jay-Z. Step up on this microphone, they think I'm slim shady, but I'm not though. I got that Tupac though, that white pox sitting on the right block. I ain't got a cock a gun, a weapon running and stepping with a ton of aggression. Once I do this lyrically, I rip this microphone to bring this music. Now go ahead, homie, roll me, bring it. Show yeah, him that yeah, you're swinging yeah, like yeah, a bottle yeah, of old yeah. English. Word. Word. Yeah, I don't even, I don't know, even know what history, history gonna history tell me, but I think I'm lagging. Damn, listen to the leg up on the delay and what I'm gonna do like every day. But when I look into the history, they be showing me. I can't even lie. I can't even lie. I don't see the truth. All I see is lies right in front of me. I'm blooming like a flower. Call me homie, Romy. What you gonna do? Do you feel it? I'm a, I'm a, 
It's been really fun tonight, kicking with the boys. And we looking at some real stories, looking at some chores that we got ahead of us. Cause the energy is coming and there's something real funny in the air. Is you feeling it? I ain't even bluffing, motherfucker McMuffin. I'm about to eat this whole beat. I'ma eat this other story all or nothing. Firmament all the way to the land of God. Gotta feel it all the way in the sand and your toes. Oh yes, I like to feel the toes with my sand. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Dan Unaki. That's solid. No, I can't rap for nothing, man. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Sloppy. Danny. Sloppy. mess with me. Guarantee I got these. I jump up on the mic when I came just to see. My face is so crazy. Rising from the ashes. I came to bless this. With this mic on the train slippers. Yeah. That they want to tell me with to take a class, I ain't gonna say the word ass because I do. I'm gonna spend sign language in you. I spit on this cloud nine beneath me now. You came back to read this. Hey, your sounds are messed up. Yeah, sick. Sick. I thought it was just sick. Right. sick. I think we're done. We're done. Good, good. Uh, I'll give that one to Josh. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was solid, dude. Good work, man. I love that. Was that. Excellent. Yeah. That was wow. fun. Thank you. Thank you. That was the best way I've ever ended a podcast. <laughs> Holy Definitely. shit. I've done a hundred and like ten. Well, you've never on been my on Christian show. and conspiracies before. This, this, <laughs> this is what Christians do. CC, what's up? Throw it up in the sky. I love it. CC thirty three, the master builder number for me. Oh, shit. That's too much wisdom. Hold it, rain it back in. Hey, Josh, your <laughs> audio is all messed up. Your mic's cutting out. Is it? It's cutting out. Uh, I think that's better. Okay. Zoom, Zoom does it after a while. I hate Zoom. All right. So, all right. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for having these wonderful gentlemen on the show. Uh, we appreciate you giving us a clear connection. Uh, thank you so much for blessing us with this time, this knowledge, and uh, help us to please expose the evil. And everybody that's on the show, please help them, uh, keep them healthy, keep them safe. And hopefully everybody that's on the show gets led to you, Lord, because we know you're the one, the true creator. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, amen. guys. Thank you guys for coming oh, on. God. <laughs> I have a freestyle on the show. This is the first time. So that's awesome. Nope. Yeah, I didn't <laughs>